Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska, and this is today's Bible class. A short Bible study, only about 13 minutes, but every single day of the week, seven days a week, keeping us in God's Word and thereby helping us to stay strong in our faith, because faith comes by hearing the Word of God. But it also helps keep us focused on a relationship with God. We encourage you to share these short studies with everybody you can every day through Facebook friends, text messages, other technological means, with family members, friends, work associates, neighbors, with literally everybody you can. You may help somebody by getting them into God's Word through these short studies. You may help them turn their life around, grow in their faith, come to God. You may help them get to heaven. What a great blessing for them, but also for you. So make that commitment and start sharing today and every day with everybody you can. We're going to get back into our line of thought and study, talking about a real heart problem, and that's laziness. Now, again, that would surprise some people to, to see that or to hear that categorized as a heart problem. Laziness, heart problem? Well, we're not talking about somebody who, well, today they're just having a lazy day. They need some relaxation. They need some rest. They need to just kind of kick back, take it easy. Now, we're talking about the person who is habitually perpetually, by choice, lazy all the time. Too lazy to get a job, too lazy to work regularly. Now, they might get a job here and there, but they don't last very long because they don't really want to get up and get to work every day. They don't really want to be responsible and held accountable for doing the job every day. And so they don't last. Now, they may jump from job to job here and there, but they'll have a whole lot of downtime in between. And ultimately, they just don't keep a job because it's not because somebody doesn't like them. It's not because the boss is mean to them. It's because they're just plain lazy. Lazy. Well, laziness is ungodly. It's a drain on society because lazy people, people who are perpetually lazy, they're expecting somebody else to take care of them all the time. And most of the time, I guess maybe the, to the largest measure, they're expecting the government to take care of them. Well, the government, who is the government? Well, that's the official overseeing and caring you know, part of our society, of our culture. That's the official you know, position you know, within our culture. But who funds the government? It's the people. How do the people fund the government? By working a job and paying taxes. So when you have people who are perpetually lazy, who are just lazy by choice, they're habitually lazy, they just don't want to work, really? They're expecting you and me and everybody else who works a job to take care of them because... We are the ones who fund the government. Unfortunately, our government, although we might say out of noble intent, but they have developed some of the laws and rules and regulations for receiving government assistance that has actually contributed to people being lazy. To people being lazy. Now, we've been looking at a text from 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, verses 6 through 15, wherein the apostle Paul, he's talking to the church here. He's talking to Christians, and he's instructing them. In fact, he's commanding them. He uses that word at least twice in this text, command. 
I, we command you. And, and he furthers that by saying, by the authority of Jesus Christ, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. That means by the authority of our Lord Jesus Christ. Twice he says that, at least in this text. And he's talking about brothers or sisters in Christ who are walking disorderly. Now, when we first see that term in the very first verse in this text, verse 6, we think, well, disorderly, what probably comes to our mind is somebody's a troublemaker. They're causing problems in the church. They're not acting right. Well, they're not acting right, but it's not the idea that they're, they're disrupting. It's the idea that he goes, as he goes on and says, they will not work. They will not work. In fact, he says, uh, uh, we gave you an example when we were there, spreading the gospel, teaching, and so on. He said, we worked a job. We did not eat, eat, eat anybody's bread free of charge, but we labored and toiled night and day that we might not be a burden on, to any of you. And then he says, it's not because we didn't have the right to seek your support because we were working there among you, spreading the gospel, teaching people about Jesus Christ, helping them become Christians. But he said, we wanted to leave you a good example that you should follow us. And, and then he says in verse 10, and this he uses that word command again, if anyone will not work, neither shall he eat. Now that is not the mindset in our culture today, but that is the basic reality of life. If you're not going to work, how do you expect to eat? How do you expect to make a living? How do you expect to feed your family? Well, so here, here we, because we are a benevolent culture, a benevolent society in our country today, we want to step in and help out. But what we need to do is help people see we're not going to support you for the rest of your life when you can support yourself by getting a job. When we, keep, when we keep taking care of somebody who has the ability to take care of themselves but are just too lazy to do so, we're not really helping them. We're enabling them to continue to live in that self-destructive lifestyle. Well, so Paul's pointed here. Again, he's not, he's not suggesting. He's not giving good ideas. He's simply saying, we command you. We command you. Well, the Lord's church, Christianity, is benevolent by nature. In the midst of this pointed instruction on laziness, Paul still encourages the congregation to not grow weary in doing good. In verse 13, he says that. He says, but as for you, brethren, do not grow weary in doing good. So he's, he's telling, the, telling the, the congregation, now, understand, you still need to help people who are generally or who are genuinely down and out. They cannot help themselves. But he says that lazy person who simply will not work, and, and he says, you know, in verse 11, he says, uh, uh, among you in a disorderly manner, not working at all, but are busybodies. And that tends to go with being lazy, becoming a busybody, a gossiper, someone who may you know, cause some problems for other people. Well, he says, those folks, here's my command again, that they work for a living, eat their own bread. But now somebody who is, who is among you is genuinely down and out, 
through maybe through no fault of their own, but anyway, they cannot help themselves right now, then you do what you can to help them as would be appropriate. So sometimes, sometimes we have to understand there are people who need help for the moment to help them get out of the situation they're in. But a lazy person, a lazy person does not really want to get out of their situation. They want other people to continue to take care of them, to provide for them, because they don't want to work themselves. Sometimes the most loving thing that can be done for people who are down and out through their own laziness, through their own laziness, is to lovingly let them know that you will no longer support them, that you will no longer have a part in enabling them to continue to be lazy. A lazy lifestyle is a self-destructive lifestyle, and it is also an ungodly lifestyle, as we've emphasized in this study. When they realize that the free ride is over, most people will get serious about finding a job. Now, they might be upset for a while. They might even be mad at you for a while. But ultimately, they'll come to recognize that they have done the right thing by getting the job and may even come back and thank you later on. Society as a whole needs to be careful. Compassion wants to help people who are in need, but true compassion is not served by endlessly supporting people who refuse to help themselves and at the same time expect others to help them. In some cases, even seeing, receiving that help as a right that they deserve. And that's where a whole lot of lazy people in our country today are. They think they deserve to be taken care of by other people. And that only propagates more of the same and can eventually bring about the collapse of that society. We need to stop and think about that. We need to grasp reality here. Laziness is rebuked and condemned throughout Scripture. A lot of people may not realize that. The Proverbs are filled with rebuke and condemnation of laziness. A lazy person is described as being an irritant to a person who entrusts him with a task, and, but then is faced with the difficulty of actually getting him to complete the task assigned to him. You know, one of the biggest challenges for employers today is... Once they get somebody who says, I'd like the job, it's getting them to come to work every day. <laughs> I remember talking to a young man many, many years ago who had gotten out of prison, and he was very smart and very capable, and he got a job. I believe, I believe it was in construction. And so we were talking one evening, and I said, well, probably if you just come to work every day and work hard, you're going to be fine. And he corrected me quickly. He said, really, if I just come to work every day. Now, he wasn't trying to get out of working hard. He's done that kind of work. But he was, he was pointing out something that I had not yet come to realize, and that is that, again, one of the biggest, if not the biggest, challenges for an employer today is not getting the person to come to work hard to to work hard on the job every day it's getting them to come to work every day 
the working hard comes later, but it's just getting them to come to work every day. I remember a fellow who owned many, many years ago, he owned his own beauty shop, and he had a number of different workers who worked with him and for him, mostly on commission, I believe, and he talked to me one day about how difficult it was to get some of them to come to work every day. He'd have to call them up. Now, that goes back many years, but the problem has gotten worse and worse and more and more pronounced in our country today. Laziness is a heart problem, and it is ungodly. Let's pray. Father, help us come to recognize that you have designed us, prepared us to work for a living, and that to not do so by choice is ungodly. Help us, Father, to overcome this heart problem and to take up our responsibility to work for a living for ourselves and for our families and thereby glorify you through our lifestyle. Help us and guide us in this and strengthen us in this, Father, we pray. Please forgive us, gracious Father, and hear our prayer. In Jesus' name, amen.